1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we look back on a huge night of Premiership action. Dundee United are all but down, leaving Ross County and Kilmarnock to fight it out to avoid the playoffs. Celtic drop points for the third game in a row, while it was all about goodbyes for Rangers, and Aberdeen secure third with a game to spare. I'm Gordon Duncan, and joining me you have Gordon Biel and Mark Wilson. Yeah, it was a night full of drama, plenty of goals in action all throughout the country, and a night that looks like it sent Dundee United down at the bottom. But in brighter news, Aberdeen, Barry Robson, a great run he's had since he came in, secures European football. And some things still go down to the last day. Hearts, Hibs, what a game we've got coming up. Hibs with an impressive win against Celtic last night, put themselves right in the running to finish in fourth place. Yeah, I thought it was a great night of football, great entertainment. Um, a lot happening all around the ground, sending offs, goals, drama. Dundee United all but relegated you would say that eight goals of difference well done to Aberdeen Barry Robson what a job he's done since he's gone in there and um, obviously a very important result for Hibs against Celtic 01419511025 that is the number you need so what are you thinking tonight then if we work our way down the table if you like Celtic fans we know the title is in the bag we know these games are not as meaningful as they could be but still it is not often you drop points three games in a row so what did you make of last night are there fringe players that are starting to worry you a little bit you look at there was a change in goal obviously and, and I don't think Scott Bain would be Delighted at some of the goals that were conceded there Some other players trying to play their way into plans Or prove that they're suitable backup to those who dropped out And lots of talking points There was red cards and red cards overturned And penalties and all that stuff So what did you make of it last night at Easter Road Celtic fans? Let us know, Ranger fans How do you feel then? The goodbyes it is official You've seen the last at Ibrox of Morelos and Kent And particularly McGregor and Arfield Given the sentimentality Attached there So what are you thinking Looking back on that one Kieran Dowell We didn't really manage To get into that last night Because of the games But he was confirmed To be a Rangers player In the future So again What are you thinking there Aberdeen fans If there are any You've secured third We're looking forward To an Edinburgh derby St Mirren not to be for you In terms of Those European places And then at the bottom Are there any Dundee United fans Out there And more importantly Are you willing To share your frustrations there's nothing worse as well from an outsider's point of view when you say, ah, they're not technically relegated. But obviously, it would take a massive, massive turnaround at the weekend for that to not be the case. So whatever it is that you've got for us tonight, every team involved last night, 0141 951 1025. Get your calls in right now, please, and to whet your appetite. Result of the evening, Mark. Well, I hate to say it, but I'll go against my old side. I think Kilmarnock, you know, for what was at stake in their away record this season, they must have dreaded a, a trip to Dundee United with both fighting for their lives. But to go one up and then to get another one just before half time puts them on easy street and then to come out with a third goal. I thought that was a terrific result that sees Derek McInnes' side safe from automatic relegation. Yeah, um, I can't pick that one So I'm going to go down there mate To Edinburgh, to the capital And I'm going to go for Hibs uh, Coming from a goal behind I know you can argue they were helped with the 10 men But to keep themselves in that place 
to uh, leapfrog Hearts at the weekend in the Edinburgh Derby. I thought that was a terrific result. Not beat Celtic in a long time, so good result for him. Uh, what about your goal of the evening? I thought the standard was quite high last night, I must say. was, and plenty of them to pick from. I'm going to go to Dingwall because it was such an important goal. Jack Baldwin. Oh, that was a good hit, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a great hit from, from a centre half in the 90th minute. You know his first touch looked like it took it so wide, but the he, well he played a one two and it was so wide. But you know he lets fly, and that that could have saved them. It's put them right in the hunt for the game against Kilmarnock. I know they then concede equaliser, but without mm. that would have been a whole lot of trouble. What a strike it was! Yeah, who knew Ross County St Johnson would be a six goal <laughs> thriller? What a game! I just did not uh, expect it. I have to admit. What was your goal of the night, Gordon? Uh, I'm going up to the Granite City, um, Leighton Clarkson Free kick to open the scoring for Ooh, that was good. Nice. Sensational. Yeah, I like Sensational. That. I like some. He's been good though, hasn't he? Yes, he certainly has. He's been terrific. And I've got to say, his free kick last night was exceptional. Uh, really put the the foot down for Aberdeen to go and cement that third place. Mm, not arguing with that at all. Right, this is where it gets a bit more fun. Howler mm. of the evening. Why? Well, I'll go first back to the capital. Uh, Scott Bain. You know, just after saying. Which one? Uh, new contract Well we know about one um, Signing a new contract um, Given an opportunity last night He certainly wouldn't have liked to watch the two goals back Especially the first one uh, Goalkeeping howler Yeah Hard to argue Mark uh, you need as, to pick someone else who was guilty a, of howling That was really a standout Listen you had a few And a few of the or The red cards from Al George But I'm going to go collective Again Moldside Dundee United mm, When you're be- fighting for your life and I said it earlier When you've got Kilmarnock coming uh, Who are poor in the road You need to show better Than what you did last night Some of the defensive mistakes Within that first half Were incredible To watch And uh, It's confirmed Where they'll They'll play next season So Howard goes to the full United team Again Hard to argue um, Right you've given us both What about top man Who was your main man Top performer last night Only one for me uh, The only man with Ten in a row Beside his name Kevin Van Veen. Oh, that's a wise choice from you. Brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant. Only took I, him three minutes. He equals the the record um, set by Mark Viduka. All oh, right, the Motherwell yeah, record. Hugh, certainly, yeah. Hugh back a bit. Yeah, could be, for, and he could did, make it eleven at the weekend. Yeah, uh, but some run of uh, goals, and uh, I thought his goal last night was brilliant as well. Got to say, great finish. So, the man of the moment, Kevin Van Veen. Yes, uh, Huey Ferguson, by the way, was the name you were looking for. Oh, what did I say? I think McMillan. Huey McHugh. Oh, so near. <laughs> Chug McChugster. Oh, I have no idea Huey. what you said. Hugh Evans. Yeah. It was Hugh um, Evans back in 1919. Uh, what are you I'm going for? Listen, I think an honour will be mentioned. Tanadice again should go to Kyle Vassell because he scored two and he had an outrageous volley that was almost goal of season. No, you, However, don't, you don't get main man for nearly scoring from the half. But he scored line, two. He scored two okay. in a vital game. However. I'm going to go up to Aberdeen I think Barry Robson deserves a mention For the job he's done at Aberdeen Took over His first eight games He won seven of them Had a wee rocky patch Where it looked like they had a wee wobble But got the result that mattered last night And European football in third place for Aberdeen this next season 01419511025 Come on then, what are you thinking after last night? There is so much to get through You can take your pick Let's start with Ross who is from Pollock Ross? How are you tonight? You all right? Hi, Gordon. Mark, Gordon, very well. All good here. What are you thinking then with your Celtic hat on? Um, I'm actually in a position where I'm frustrated, um, and the reason I'm frustrated is because 
since the split started, we've lost nine goals. We've lost the last, we've, we've dropped points in the last three games. And that's what the last six games I've played, and we've not been at the standard that we need to be at. Now, I know obviously the league's done and dusted, and people can say that it doesn't really matter if they drop points, it doesn't affect the league table. But points are now back down to seven points. So, effectively, we've basically made it look better than what it is, and that's our fault. And at the end of the day, it's just it's frustrating now because we're going into this cup final. On the back of that we're going to win this cup final And that isn't a given And that the way we're playing now I'm a bit worried I suppose there's two ways of looking at Ross you know, Mentions the arithmetic, the points D- Does that matter? Or is it the second bit? Is it the cause, you know the standards generally? But I'm not sure that I don't think Ange Postacoglu will care about the points, will he? I'm not too sure about that I think there is a valid argument in that A couple of weeks ago we were we were standing here chatting before the Rangers game at Ibrox that the the points cap could have went to sixteen points and the Celtic fans use that as a stick to beat Michael Beale way and oh look at this and, and Rangers thought they were progressing but how could he all of a sudden when Celtic take their foot off the gas it doesn't look that there's that much between the teams but I, look Celtic had a job to do they had to defend their title which they done the most important post split game. Was the one at Tynecastle, and they rolled up their sleeves. They weren't the perfect that afternoon, but they rolled up their sleeves and got the job done and won the league title. And after that, of course, we we can all see it it's there in front is that the team's been rotated, the performance levels have dropped dramatically, and results haven't been good enough. But I wouldn't expect it to last. If there was the cup final tomorrow, and Ange Postecoglou put out the his strongest eleven, I would expect the standards to. To, to go back up again So I don't think it's anything To worry about long term I get why fans Like Ross Are frustrated Fans who pay their money mm. To go and watch The team win The question is Gordon It sort of boils down to How much does this matter Does the points gap Matter Do the performance levels Matter How much do they Do they count um, I think the The performance levels Matter because uh, The manager uh, Has this Saying Never stops But they seem like They've halted just now with the and the manager's come out and put his hand up says look I've upset everything by the amount of changes the biggest thing I'd worry about if I was involved with Celtic is the French players just now they're getting an opportunity they've had the, Postacoglu's had the luxury of winning the league and tying the league up so quickly that he's given these guys an opportunity he's given them game time good games and they don't seem to be coming up to the standards so if I was one of those squad players that was given that jersey and given the opportunity I'd be starting getting worried because you know this manager will not put up with slackness and just now Celtic look like a team that's a bit slack for me Talk to us about some of the key individuals good or bad last night Ross um, Oh, I'm, I've been on before I'm not a fan of Kobayashi and to be honest I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't rate him um, Bernabe is another one that I would be quite happy to see leave in the summer um, Ralston I, I like Ralston And I think he does a job But last night He put the penalty I don't know what he's doing And then Scott Bain For me is just Nowhere near Celtic standard And I don't know What the issue is with Seagrass I don't know if he's injured or not I'm not sure But Bain for me Last night Has had an absolute nightmare And Right now The squad depth We've got We've got numbers But Performance wise We've not got the players Behind The starting 11 To back up The 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 levels that we should be at So I'm a bit worried about the players that we're bringing in Because we're nowhere near that level now 
Mark, this has been again that's an ongoing theme. It's coincided with the dropping of points in previous games. Kobayashi, Burnaby, oh, these are guys that have all been mentioned. To be fair, oh, did his part in a sense last night, scored yeah. a goal. It's the first time we've seen any sort of change in goal really from Ange Postecoglou on the back of that new contract for Scott Bain. Mm, it's a problem, I think. Uh, I think it's a, just a mistake too far for Scott Bain. He just signed a new three-year deal. I know, but I mean, in terms of public opinion, um, I, I think some Celtic fans had already made up their mind about Scott Bain anyway, and you know it doesn't help his case or help his standing within the support when he comes in. To what is a meaningless game for Celtic, let's be honest, but still makes an absolute howler. So it, it shows you the gap. That That's the point I've made several times, that the gap between the players, the, the squad depth is there, but no doubt you've got quality in the bench, but the gap between some of them is huge. The gap between Bain and Joe Hart, who we were criticising last week, I think is massive. I don't know where Segrist is, I'm the same as Ross, but Bernabe to Taylor, huge. Ralston to Johnson, I like Ralston as well, and he does a good job, but still... Massive gap between the two Kobayashi Carter Vickers Huge And you can go on and on and on Oh and By the way I think Oh Played his part last night Thought he was unlucky in the first half Showed strength and Imagination Gets his goal as well I think he'll still come a long back way, It's still a long way to go To, to bridge a gap to Kyogo though But that's what I mean But I, I agree with you all I think he should be given time So It's an interesting one Does Ange Postecoglou stick With what he's got And try and develop Those players who are under contract or does he twist and move them and get others in? I mean, goalkeepers will make mistakes like mm -hmm. that, Gordon. And if it's the one and only time we've seen him this season, it does feel extreme to say, "Oh well, you know that that was it. You had your chance and it, it didn't go well." But at the same time, it's just not ideal, is it? Because these chances come along so infrequently, you, you don't want them to stand out for the wrong reasons. Especially off the back of signing that new contract as well, Gordon. A lot of faith shown in you by the club and the manager and everybody involved. I feel sorry for him because as a defender or a striker, you can miss a chance yeah. and somebody will go, oh, he missed a good chance and nobody bothers. As a goalkeeper, it's highlighted. The one thing I noticed last night about him, you're right, he, he's out there desperate and maybe trying too hard at times. We've all been in that position. He makes that first mistake and he looked a very nervous goalkeeper after that. And even at the, sec uh, the fourth one, handling at the back post, I know it comes off Burnaby, but... He's all over the place I've got to say He will not want to watch that game back mm. Ange Postacoglu is holding his hands up though He's taking responsibility for it We love to live in the moment And everyone's sort of making Sort of assessments On what's happening right now That's fine Look most of it's on me To be honest I mean I'm the one making You know Five or six lineup changes every week And that's hurting the side There's no doubt about that But I'm doing it for a reason And um, yeah That's affected uh, our level of performance Although like I said I thought tonight Up until sending off I thought we were in, we're in a good position And, and yeah Looking to finish strong So But aside from that You know That's um, Like I said That's my responsibility I'll take uh, I'll, You know I'll, I'll take that That uh, the decisions I've made um, In recent weeks uh, Last three weeks Haven't been To the benefit of the team But um, You know in terms of any far-reaching assessments or, or conclusions, or, as I said earlier in the week, uh, that's for other people to make. Uh, I know where we are. Uh, thank you to Ross. What about Ken? Are you starting to get any concern at all for this cup final, Ken, or is that just taking it too far? No, I'm not concerned at all for the cup final. I'm still quite confident. I mean, Angie's making the changes, but Angie's just to keep people from, say, sort of not getting injured and they've got the best team possible for the cup final. You know, people like Jota and Kyogo and, well, Joe Hart as well. I mean, I know Scott Bain 
muffed his lines uh, last night. I still think he'll get a start on Saturday, to be honest with you. Wait, the last caller, you know, Kobayashi, I see Jury's still out on him, but we've not really got any other choice than, than, than playing him. And I don't want a water back in that defence either, but he's, he's all right in midfield. You know, but Saturday, I still think he'll start with O. He'll probably uh, have a bad on. Um, not sure who's going to replace Haxabanovic because Major's going to be banned from after the red card. So, I suppose that's the thing, though, Ken, isn't it? Everyone would have faith that the the starting eleven and the strongest eleven can do the business in pretty much any game because they have. They've got a huge body of work behind them. It's not all about three games. Has the have you questioned the depth at all in the last couple of weeks, or is it be, is it all because the league's over, or how do you assess it? Well, I mean, a lot of these players they've, they've not been get had a lot of game time, you know, right? Uh, oh, Ivanovic and even Abada have had a lot of time off the bench, but I do think we need uh, another centre half, probably another uh, left back, and uh, another winger because I mean, Abada might be away, and um, just to, to give most more strength and depth. And to be honest, maybe another goalkeeper. Uh, I don't know if we'll maybe try to say, say that Bain will start on Saturday. There is a chance that he may put Seagrest in, but I think he'll stick with, with Bain. But we do need to strengthen the, 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 the depth. I suppose, Mark, when it came to the to the Rangers game, was one game. And you can understand Ange Postacoglu or anyone else saying, well, you're not going to write off your squad depth because of one game. And then in St Mirren happens, then Hibs happens. So I don't, I don't know if three is an acceptable number to to sort of look at that picture or not. I don't know if you have to put a, a, a hard number on it. But are we further down the line now? I take it in the assessment of some of the the backup options. Yeah, of course, because you know the more game time they get and the more that they don't produce, then you know that moves Ange Postecoglou sinking further down the line. But. It, the manager's in a bit of a tough position because if he went full strength Rangers, full strength St Mirren, full strength Hibs last night, people would be on this phone saying, well, you know what, I would like to see Awata, I would like to see more of Kobayashi, this is the time, mm-hmm. why is he not playing him? But to be Which fair, has... also in some areas though, it is a bit forced, is, is that the worry? Because Alistair Johnson, Cameron Carter-Vickers are, yeah. Yeah, that's, are injured, it's not that's the one that, that people are looking then at the gap between who's coming in to what's went out and it, it's too great in some positions um, but I think the, the manager's thoughts there after the game saying it's all on me you know I'm the one changing the team any good manager does that tries to take the flag away from his players um, and it's commendable however the players who come in have to shoulder the responsibility and not living up to the standards and if the Ange Postacoli was any uh, doubt about what Celtic is and the standards that they hold it's right now where the league's won and they're going for a treble yet some people are still saying it's we need to we need to freshen things up we need to get better players in cut them a bit of slack <clears throat> they've played a big part in Celtic's achievements this year whether it's becoming off the bench or playing the odd game he's making five or six changes Mark will know we've been involved in football sometimes it's a bit difficult it's okay if you go into a team, Celtic's starting 11, the strongest, and maybe it's two changes. You, you're you a lot more comfortable in there. There are five or six in there. There's changes every single game now. So I would cut these guys because they've been a big part of it. 
Albeit the success at Celtic The chance to win the treble as well They're having a few bad days And that's what happens in football What do you think Celtic fans 01419511025 Do you agree or disagree with what you're hearing What about Ibrox last night then It was all about farewells How did it feel saying goodbye to some big players From over the years Rangers fans Let us know The signing of Kieran Dowell What did you make of that one And we'll hear from Michael Beale and you next you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. 01419511025 is the number you need. We're about to hear from Michael Beale very, very soon. Looking at back on last night's events at Ibrox, it was all about the big fond farewells for the five out of contract players. How does it feel at looking back on them? Rangers fans What comes next Kieran Dowell The business being done early What do you make of that signing I feel like we didn't really get Into it too much last night Because Of the game And all the big games That we had Going on So we'll do that in Just a second Let's get Lee Johnson's thoughts On the game at Easter Road Last night Before we move on from that A fantastic win You know A really important three points First and foremost We've talked a lot about Getting closer to the old firm And I think everybody Deserved that tonight Particularly the fans We've set ourselves up now For a shootout If you like Against Hearts At the weekend Which would be great As far as the game is concerned I thought it was brilliant This wasn't a smash and grab Uh, We've played a proper game here Gone toe to toe Against the best side In the country And come out winning So it's a great sign Happens all the time It's it's nothing sinister But the The reaction's always going to be about Where Celtic went wrong Or if it was Even if it was Rangers Where Rangers go wrong And then it doesn't leave much room In this city In this part of the world For credit to Hibs Yeah I think uh, Credit to go Goes to Hibs For Obviously the 4-2 And Sometimes it's more difficult To play against 10 men Especially with the quality Of Celtic's got So They made that advantage count You've got to give them credit For that um, a very important result That's uh, that's a one big thing It keeps that Edinburgh derby Really exciting It keeps it alive uh, Everything to play for uh, It'll be a terrific game of football Attacking players firing Mark Yes You know Kevin Nisbet Stepped up when he had to In the penalty Yuan again Yeah yeah, Celtic will always assess what they could do differently But it's a heck of a finish Oh brilliant uh, I, I mean Ewan's finished for, for the goal he, he puts in the corner Terrific But you think the big players Hibs have had out this season as well So I think credit to Lee Johnson Because at one stage When Hibs were playing Aberdeen That 6-0 game It was, it was classed as one of them were getting the sack Whoever lost Lee Johnson was under severe pressure and managed to turn the season round. Now he's only 90 minutes away from finishing fourth place above Hearts. Johns and Johnston, how's it going tonight? Hi there, hi. What's your Have point for the guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah, all good. What mm. you got for us? No, it's, it, I've been listening in the, the... The fact that Celtic have dropped points, uh, performance levels, changing the squad, this happens in every league that somebody's already won the league, the trophy whether it's any division or the Bundesliga or whatever. So there's absolutely no panic. Yes, he's clearly looking at other players, but the 11 guys that usually play have won the league. That includes the, the five subs as well. So the 16 players that we've got have been are on the cusp of a treble. I don't know why people are panicking. Yeah, and look, that's the thing. As we said, we said this before, John, you know, when... If and when Celtic, if or when Celtic win the treble, they'll get they will get all the credit in the world. It just feels like though, would you not admit that there were plenty times this season when Celtic fans and probably lots of 
of other people were saying that you know Celtic's second string would beat most teams in the league. That's what we were told. That's what we were led to believe this season. Are we now finding out that's not the case, or is it all because the league's in the bag? Well, Celtic have never put out their second string for games in a row. We've always had our top players, uh, so I don't know where that comes from. To be honest, so what do you mean? That we have, but I don't understand. What do you mean? Because we're now seeing it. I'm talking about some of the, the fringe players. You know, there were times when Celtic were bang at it this season and there were maybe a couple of players rotated. Remember Callum McGregor was injured and at the start of the season, you know, because, you know, Juranovic left and Johnson came in and, and Moyes played and there, and there was a lot of change in attack. It was something we used to hear all the time. that You know, Celtic's the strength and depth and the the second string could win games. Why? That's what I'm saying. I'm asking you, why is it not happening? Is it just because the league's over? Well, I'd suggest, like I said, that, that, that these things do happen when league titles are already uh, put in the bag. Uh, other teams, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, lose games because they do move things about. But I don't know, actually know where the second string is good enough because they've never played a full second string. Uh, so all we have to worry about as a Celtic fan is we've tied up the title We've won the cup and we're on the cusp of a treble. Well, factually, that's correct, of course. But also, there nobody's is, argued that at no, any point, I don't think. Nobody. Look, 37 games in this season, you take into the cup competitions as well. For the large um, percent of those games, Celtic have been terrific. But you can't argue with, with the games since Ibrox that it's fell way below the standards that they set themselves. That, that, that Both of them can be true. And uh, yes, it can be acceptable at this time of the season. But I'll say this: if I, I don't want to be disrespectful to Inverness, but it's going to sound it, it well. If it was a team in the Premiership close to the top of the table that Celtic were facing the cup final, I think there would be genuine concern. But there's not always Celtic a feeling fans. that they can turn it on because they have of so course, often. And they've... of course, but I think that when John's coming on there, there's no concern about the cup final. Of course, because let's be honest, Celtic's. Second string These players included Should deal with Inverness Okay But if it was An Aberdeen Or a Hearts Or a Berlin This current run of form With a cup final In a couple of weeks People would be going Hmm Not so sure and you, you get both sides of that though Gordon Because these players Maybe wouldn't play But again All mm-hmm. this is All this is Is Going back to a time when Celtic Earned this If you know what I mean Celtic earned this mm-hmm. discussion Because they were so good and I get what John's on about, you know, teams in other countries, and it's very hard to compare. I, I, I don't know. I mean, Man City drew last night, and, and teams will will take the foot off the gas. But as I said, Celtic earned earlier in the season. Celtic earned this tag that almost, no matter the circumstances and no matter the changes, they would they, they would deal with all in front of them. Yeah, where where the negativity is coming from is probably the standard that Celtic set this season. Uh, the way they played, the goals that they've scored. We had their first caller tonight, rhyming up. Listen, in the last three games, we've lost nine goals, and that never ever happened. And you're right, Gordon. You make a great point about Celtic have earned the right to play the fringe players. Uh, they've earned the right to be below par. Um, I take on board what Mark's saying that if it was a a better side, um, there would maybe be a little bit of concern. But I just think that. Celtic's strongest 11 this season has shown over a course and distance that when it comes to the big games 
They can go and produce It feels like, it just feels like Everything we do In this country market we, we try and boil it down To these like Black and white Arguments of You're either It has to be No criticism at all No panic No no worry whatsoever Or Or, or you're hysterical there, there is a lot in between there You're allowed to be A little bit annoyed At recent performances While still acknowledging That obviously In a couple of weeks Everyone expects them to win the treble. They'll get all the credit in the world. You know, there's a lot in a lot in the middle. Listen, see the the Celtic players in that dressing room at Easter Road, uh, and the talk that Ange Postecoglou probably had. You'd be mad to think that none of them were annoyed. Personally, as a player, the players will be annoyed that they were part of that team. They're at Celtic because that's the standard. They're at. They, they have that professional pride. The Celtic manager, we never stop. Is Set that benchmark For the players That are from Of course they're getting annoyed But you're right What they've done before Should be celebrated Should be lauded Because they've been Absolutely terrific But they've also been Off the boil for The last three games Which We have mm. to point out But, is, oh, but then in time it, None of this will matter Will it? You won't no, remember of this not. If of course the not. cup final Goes to plan uh, uh, Of course we won't uh, uh, And You know That's that's the luxury Ange Postecoglou Has afforded himself Getting a job done in the first game of the split And next season when it kicks off Nobody will say Oh what about the Hibs game at Easter Road no. Because it doesn't matter of course um, When it does matter though If something drastic had to go wrong At Hamden Which I fully don't expect to happen Then people can start pointing the finger At the run up But I don't expect that to happen mm, Thank you very much to John and Johnston Nice to catch up One zero one four one nine five one one zero two five. Rangers drop points as well Late on at Ibrooks Hearts getting the point Of course it wasn't enough for them In the battle for third Because Aberdeen kept their side of the bargain And have it wrapped up But it might just give Hearts a bit more Well it does It gives them more of a cushion of course Going into the Edinburgh Derby at the weekend Let's get some thoughts from Michael Beale It was obviously about the five departures as well Saying their goodbyes after the game Crazy first minute of the game uh, Defended that throw on really, really poorly uh, That's obvious to see And then a crazy last minute as well In between that, I thought Hearts come Were really committed You could see their game plan And they probably got their goal Really early, earlier than what they thought There was a lot of uh, stoppages in the game It was a feisty game You could see it meant a lot to them That sort of fired us up as well And the crowd And I thought we responded well We scored a fantastic first goal We just changed to a back three Just before that To, uh, to just help us in our build-up And I thought it worked we come out the second half and we're by far the stronger team we've thrown the game away really because we had although we give away a really poor second goal uh, have our throw on and then we kick the ball away in the middle of the pitch and it's really poor from us but we had three or four moments where we could extend our lead you have to go and take them but it was a strange night all round wasn't it quite an emotional evening I thought the fans were fantastic to the players at the end hugely proud of the fans for Given the respect to those players for their achievements over time with the club on their individual uh, journeys. And I think for those five, um, they'll have a heavy heart going home this evening. I mean, for very different reasons. We're talking about Celtic. It's not going to be memorable because they've won the league and they've done what everyone sets out to do for Rangers. Like I say, very different reasons. But again, it's like the result last night, Gordon... It's hard to sort of take much away from it That'll live long in the memory Maybe more about the goodbyes Maybe yeah. more about the signing of Keith I think, I, I think it was all about that Gordon uh, And plus the fact it keeps their home record intact this season um, They should have seen the game out There's no doubt of that They should have The defending from both teams last night Was really questionable for me um, But you're right I think the Rangers fans went along there um, yes, they want to pick up three points They want to beat Hearts But I think it was to basically 
thank the players that left the club, the five players. Guard of honour, never seen that before. Um, so, as I say, it was a very emotional night and I think Michael Beale's right. I think those five players would have left Ibrox with a heavy heart last night knowing that that's the last time they're going to play there unless they come back with mm. another team right now. I mean, there was even time on Twitter for debates about whether Ryan Kent should have turned up in his Rangers tracksuit or not, Mark Wilson. So that, that shows you the level of um, <laughs> interest in the... The, the sort of yeah. game itself. See, it could be it could be a valuable point for for Hearts, but um, particularly you, you could almost like Morelos got the big send off, but you know particularly Arfield because there was a debate about whether he you know he should stay. Alan McGregor after gave. Yeah. I mean, you don't get many interviews from Alan McGregor. There was another one where he was asked on Sky, you know, what's next, and he said. I just want to go for a shower And that probably yeah. summed up His full um, 500 odd appearances And media yeah. relations I don't think um, he'll, he'll be taking up punditry After he retires But yeah Alan McGregor Arfield But particularly McGregor Who's Dad said the other night Probably good in as One of the greatest If not the greatest Rangers goalkeeper Been there over a couple of spells And just been an outstanding servant For the club And a lot of Their European runs that they went on wasn't it to do with really the top end of the pitch it was the miracle saves that he pulled off time and time again um, so it was a fitting send off for them and uh, it's good to see Morelos leaving the way he's he's been fighting with a hearts bench throughout the game so the Rangers fans <laughs> okay, get a wee glimpse yeah. of that yeah, yeah he, had to, he had to give that I, I will clarify I think only my opinion Mark says probably McGregor's second greatest Rangers goalkeeper for me I think Andy Gorham mm. just beats him with that. But what a career that McGregor's had, and he's been absolutely brilliant for Rangers. And I've got to say, I didn't know, and I, I think it's through the powers of this radio and myself, how well Scotty Arfield has thought of at Ibrox last night. Oh, you're trying to take credit for I that? Th I think a lot of people have listened and jumped on the bandwagon with me. I really um, do. I think I tweet about it. What's he been there five years and they listen to you I, this I, week? I was emotional for him. It was absolutely no, brilliant. I'm, I'm not sure I'm convinced. <laughs> anyway, 01419511025. Everyone knew it was going to be a big revamp, rebuild, call it what you want. Um, but last night certainly hammered that home, didn't it? So, what did you make of the, the farewells last night, Rangers fans? Kieran Dowell signing, still not had much of your reaction. To that on the phones And if you have any thoughts On the 90 minutes as well Now would be the perfect time To share them 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Are here on 0141-951-1025 we He's now with us Are we interrupting something? I'm trying to bring my tea to He's, he can't do two things at once. He's honestly like in a, a real. I mean, a relatively a very popular radio show refusing to speak while he books. You like your work? Golf tea time? Are you serious? What, what tea time you try to get? Because if anybody's a member that has course go on and book <laughs> it, 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 it get in minute. front of him. Yeah. Look at, look at him That tank top as well. That's tank. It's, it's not attractive. It's not at great, all. is it? No. No. You shouldn't be wearing that. It is not great. I must admit. What made you wear a tank top today? And it's roasting. What's that? <laughs> it's, the it's the woolen It's the woolen nature of it That's offensive it's to me I think I just don't I don't know Look at his thumb shaking And everything Trying to hit his tea time It would go nice With his new uh, diamond teeth Remember we spoke about this Oh hi Haxibanovich uh, you've, you've become an internet sensation Actually it's on Producer Chris has put the video Of you talking about it on He sort of Edited it on just to see How you would look, look, you look I think part. I had them on the other night With Nubly and Dubly You look the part I must admit mm. 
Seriously? Yeah, I, I quite good. fancy them. So, when would you mind if we get back to actually talking about the football and you can forget about your golf for one an hour and give us an hour and ten minutes of your time? It's not a chance. Re- it's not putting that phone in. An ear reduction. <laughs> what is he on about? <laughs> Let's hear more from Michael Beale. So I'll, I'll buy you another minute here, right? We're going to hear from Michael Beale uh, talking about the, the size of the rebuild, obviously, given who all left. Ibrox for the last time last night but it says it's not only young players that will be coming in to replace the experience you're losing a lot of appearances there five main players uh, that have been starters regularly for this team over a period of time you know whenever they've been fit they've been they've been really important in the journey you go all the way back to those games like against Ufa in Europe or Leisure Warsaw or Galatasaray big big games that help the club build we're at a stage where we have no choice with the age and, and, and where some of the players are at in their career and their ambitions and the fact that we want to re-energise the squad and create some new energy. I think we need to bring some speed and athleticism into the club. We need to really improve in the final third in terms of our presence and just our general ability there and the chances that we create. So they're not easy decisions to make. Those guys are fantastic men in their own right. Certainly Alan and, and Scott in terms of the age and what they've given the squad. Obviously Stephen Davis has been missing since I've been back in as well. So that's a lot of experience there. I'd like to think they've handed the baton over and, and have helped players like Lundstrom, Goldson, Tavernier to grow. And uh, hopefully they'll take that on. And we're not signing just youth team players this summer. There'll be a bit of grey hair in our, our new signings as well. There you are, Gray's in. Oh, he could yeah, get a, a recall. <laughs> I, th- I think he'll be getting, keeping his eye on me. But I, I agree with him there that you're missing as much as the appearances and ability of Arfield and McGregor. But Everyone knows the most important thing for a football team see the dressing room to hold everything together, have characters in there, a bit of experience on the training ground, all helps. They will be a big miss in that. But as uh, Bill said there, Michael Bill said there about, you know, he'll put that on a tavernier now, Lundstrom's, Goldson's to carry that on. Everything's just balance, isn't it, Mark, when you when you think about it. There are so many examples. I mean Rangers fans probably feel right now like a team of Todd Cantwells would be fine because he's he's hit the ground running well. You know, he's not someone you would say was like you know extremely experienced and an older head. You look at obviously what what Celtic have done. There were loads of guys who come in and are just very good and won things without. I mean, even Carter Vickers, who plays like he's experienced, actually isn't yeah. when you think about it. Granted, Joe Hart's there and Callum McGregor, so it, it just seems like. How fine is the balance? Because Michael Beale said many times he wants to reduce the the age profile, younger, sort of hungrier players. Let's be honest, guys that you can sell on. Does it take just one or two? Well, heads or? well, he's got them uh, in the group just now. You know, he mentioned a he's, couple he's of them. He's talking about new signings, though, isn't he? Yeah, well? yeah, and and that did surprise me because I thought with the departing figures that he, he would be going for a much younger group. Um, Tavernier and Goldson been there, done it. The real driving forces in the dressing room, huge experience. But you know, you don't need to add experience for experience' sake. You need to add quality. So the players that are departing showed their quality over. Five years and sometimes even longer than that Whoever Michael Beale's bringing in Doesn't matter if they're 19 or they're 29 They have to have the quality to match that Or better than what's going out the door And Kieran Dowell announced yesterday What do you make of him Rangers fans Here's the early take from the manager Well I first came across Kieran when I went to Liverpool He was across the city at Everton as a young player I like lefties We've missed a lefty in our midfield since we lost Joe Aribo 
Um, so I watched him come through at Everton, play for all the England age groups, played for, I think 15, 16 times, ring under 21s. He's played in the Premier League for Norwich. Norwich have had a bit of change of coaches in his time there. So he comes in as a, as a player that knows three or four in our dressing room that he's played with. He's a player I like a lot, similar to Todd or Tom Lawrence he, and, and Scotty Arfield in that he can play in midfield or upper line. I really like him and I think he'll, he'll uh, really kick on at Rangers and he'll be a player that will be seen as a very, very good signing over time. I, I'm actually looking forward, really looking forward to working with him. Let's bring in Andy, squeeze one more in before the news. Andy's a Celtic fan. How are you, Andy? I'm fine, Gordon, how are you? Yeah, all good in here, certainly Gordon Dale, you'll be pleased to know Managed to book his, his golf there So everything's fine um, What about your team at the moment? I was going to ask Gordon how long he wanted me to speak for uh, No, <laughs> listen, I, I, heard, I heard one of the callers earlier on Talking about the, the, the so-called Finnish players Getting a, another game on Saturday that I, I don't think there's any chance whatsoever That's going to happen I think Celtic will be uh, fully intending And going full strength The cup final team will play on Saturday Just unfortunately Maida won't be available I think he'll get a, an automatic suspension If that's right, I'm not sure The, the one I wanted to talk about however Was that, that, that there's one position I think That might be up for grabs For the cup final And, and it's Kobayashi for me Is maybe a, maybe a project But he's had a couple of opportunities And unfortunately I don't think he's taken that, that opportunity and if we're in the cup final, I don't know whether or no you're able to go with that sort of risk. So, so I, I, there was something that occurred to me: is it a potential for, for, for on Saturday pushing Tony Ralston in one if Alistair Johnson's fit? Mm, no, no. Not too sure about that. Um, I get that. Listen, Andy, I get that Tony Ralston's uh, physical. He's big. He's decent on the ball. Um, I just don't know if he'd moved that much about. I really don't. I think I think he'll stick with Kobayashi. I, I get the concerns from Celtic fans mm. about him. He's not showing up well in the last couple of games. I think he'll stick with I him. thought Andy was working his way up to a recall for Stephen Welsh. That's where I thought it was going. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy, what would that do? Well, because we already had a bit of speculation, not speculation, a bit of debate about this when Iwata was played back there. And it was just a, a sort of run-of-the-mill league game. And you know, Ange Postecoglou was tr- was trying a couple of things. What would that say for Kobayashi's Celtic career, if you like, if in a cup final, a big game, that solution was preferred to him? I'll be honest with you. I don't think the manager goes in for emotions. To be fair, I don't think he's the kind of guy who who worries about what a, a personal feelings of a player is. I, I do believe that he put a lot in that in that particular game because he, he had a look at the games and thinking I've got the opportunity to try some. I, I, I believe he put a lot in because he probably wasn't sure on Kobayashi either and looking at alternatives. By the way, Stephen Welsh, if fit, I'm not sure if he's fit, would again be a, an opportunity. The truth of the matter is, if if, if Kobay, if everybody agrees, the consensus that Kobayashi's not quite there yet. He's got here in a place in the cup final. I would suggest, even if you're talking about Stephen Wells, that boy's been there for four or five seasons. He probably earns that position more than Kobayashi does. Um, that, maybe I worded it diff- uh, wrongly, Mark. I wasn't necessarily saying, well, you won't want to upset Kobayashi. I just mean, like, what that. Do, can, do you come back from that? Mm. It'd be hard for the player. I, like I said, no, but I don't even mean him. I don't mean that he'll be upset, you know, because I'm sure every player would be to get left out of a cup final. But would that not be a complete. Admission if you like That this guy Isn't going to cut it I mean it's Celtic They're still playing Inverness They've still got all that Other talent Would it need to get That drastic And then on Stephen Welsh I mean he's not kicked a ball For Celtic since the 8th of October Yeah Yeah well Kobayashi If he's left out The cup final team It's an admission From Ange Postacoglu That 
this guy isn't ready. Not that he's not going to cut it. I still believe he will get time. Um, but uh, Stephen Welsh, by the way, it's not a bad shout. Stephen Welsh has played in Ange Postecoglou's sides. Uh, if not it comes since to eighth of October, not since eighth of October. Um, but he trains with the team every day, and he's an out and out centre half. What I'm saying is, it's a better option, Stephen Welsh, than putting a Wata in there. Or moving Anthony Ralston into centre back when you've got a centre back there. If you are so unsure about Kobayashi, which Hans Postecoglou might be, then he's got a, a centre half who's played in his side with the other players around about him. So it's not that hard a decision. I I, I don't think um, which our one the manager fancies. If he sees a bright future for this kid Kobayashi, then he will play him. He will tell him to ride it out. It may be going through a hard time, but. You need to earn your place at Celtic and it's big games that that allow you to do that. Um, I see your argument in Welsh. For me, absolutely no chance. I don't think he's played... So you don't see the argument then? You don't have to be polite. Just, just well, go straight I can, I can, I can in, see the debate. Go two-footed on him. Right, I can see the debate because he's a, he's a centre-half, right? Um, so there's absolutely no chance that Welsh... Well, why has he been on the bench? He's not, he's not there's got, no chance. He's not going to play in the cup final. Kobayashi will play in the cup final. Has he had a ropey start to Celtic career? Yes, he has. I think Postacoglu brought him over, believes in him, signed him. I think he'll stick by him. Now, Mark said earlier, I don't want to be disrespectful for Inverness, and I echo that, but it's not like you're playing the second best team, Rangers, or for instance. I think Celtic will have majority of the ball at Hamden with the players that they've got. So I think you can go with Kobayashi. Certainly a good debate, Andy. Thank you for taking the time. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. It's tight this week, 2 1 to the pundits. So, all to play for at the end of the week. If you want to play Beat the Pundit tonight, it is 01419511025, and the lines do close at 7. So, if you fancy it, be quick. Tackle the headlines 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are in the building I think they wish they were outside Truth be told On a nice sunny night like this 01419511025 If you're just joining us We've been hearing from Ange Postacoglu Looking at last night at Easter Road Most Celtic fans I think the first Celtic fans said he was a bit frustrated A bit annoyed And then the ones that have followed uh, Trying to Pointing out that it's not a big deal and They fully expect things to get back to normal Very soon Indeed Rangers fans were looking at those farewells last night What did you make of them? Kieran Dowell signed And we've still to look at the bottom of the table I know it's hard But think of it as getting it all off your chest Dundee United fans Why not get in touch? Kelly fans, how are you feeling after last night as well? And Aberdeen sealed third So a lot to go round Let's do this before we move on Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football. Hopeless on Tuesday. I wasn't yeah, hopeless. I was absolutely hopeless. I thought I was robbed, and a lot of people that I've met since have said that they felt I was robbed. But like, doubly. Like, yeah. like who? Nubly and doubly. A lot of people. Who? Name one person that said uh, that to you. Alan. <laughs> made up a name <laughs> So you're trying to tell me convincing. When you go about your daily business People come up to you and say I was, You were hard done by you seen it the other day, I was know about it. This is true I've mentioned, I've mentioned it on this show before This guy sleeps 
in Motherwell Asda. I'm <laughs> a- absolutely convinced of it, right? <laughs> yeah, and you I, never. I, I'm not. Exa- I'm not exaggerating here because I've obviously moved yeah. away in the summer. Every single time I have to come back, if I'm going to my mum's or whatever, and I go to, he's there every time. Every single time No matter what, like, what day What time it's so yesterday I pull into the car park And it's it's on my mind I'm thinking well, I'm bound to see him And then oh, I go, Do you know what I actually can't see his car this time Unbelievable His car's not there Think nothing of it But sure enough By the time I got to the self-scanner There he is Stealing the carrier bag as normal And <laughs> Like, he wasn't wearing a high-vis vest and collecting trolleys, was he, by any chance? Oh, because there. Are you working there? Oh, I love Asda. I, it's remarkable. Yeah, I, I like to... I've got an Asda app that I like to get my money counted up. Yeah, but do you know, see, why didn't you just go, like, once and buy, like, lots of things rather than going, like, three, four times per day to pick up but, as because, you go? Because it's a little... Um, is it like a day out for you? Uh, it's a little um, sort of... Uh, I can't wait to get to 62. And I'm go not for a day in Asda. No, I'm not 62, I'm 61. And you just look forward to it, you know, the deals. Oh, it sounds brilliant. Like anyway, <laughs> the whoopsies. Is that what they're called in Asda? Whoopsie, the yellow but stickers. All oh, right, Dazzler. What a rock and roll lifestyle you lead. Anyway, uh, other supermarkets are available. Jamie's in Shettleston tonight. How's it going, Jamie? I'm good, thanks. Have you ever played before? Never. Good, that's the way we like it. This guy was hopeless on Tuesday. Do you think you could take advantage of that again? Hopefully. Good, good. Mm, I, hopefully. I like your thinking. What we'll do is toss the coin. And see who it is Mark is heads Gordon's tails You're off the hook It is Mark Wilson Is that me? Good luck Jamie, Jamie In Shettleston Sound nervous Let's give Mark some Greatest Hits radio to listen to And we'll set the clock up for you Jamie 30 seconds Just answer as many as you can And if you want to pass and move on That's fine okay That's fine Right let's go 30 seconds Starting now Before Hibs Who's the only other team to score four against Celtic This season in any competition? Um, the Amazon Who's got more league goals this season Arfield or Kent uh, Arfield Name any player Who's been announced To be leaving Hearts In the summer um, Pass Apart from Rangers Who's the only Unbeaten side Since the split Mullow um, In what year Were Dundee United Last relegated From the top flight 2021 Which current St Johnston player Announced his retirement Today Pass Let's bring Mark back Mark Can you, you hear us Are you alright no What <laughs> I'm, Would, I'm you, in the would car. you look at the size of that helmet <laughs> I'm waiting in the car crash happening here What is that I think I've seen that line about the office <laughs> yeah. Gordon Dale appears to have put it's on some sort of like a disco ball helmet Where yeah. did you find that oh, That's alright That suits me that Some helmet on you honestly yeah. <laughs> Shiny <laughs> Glistening in the sunlight uh, In Clyde Bank I'll tell you what it's very that's, warm That's under. snug isn't Very it? warm under yeah. here Let me tell you That's a tight squeeze for you No 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 <laughs> I did that to my Instagram story already get Just to show What I'm loose. dealing with Wear that and Asda Try and get the, the next African ears in. in there It's a bit tight Anyway um, You ready to play Beat the Pundit That was an unexpected <laughs> well, He's going to put us off Isn't he <laughs> Look at the state of him honestly An unexpected a Interruption yeah. Are you ready <laughs> oh, I've seen it on now. Are you ready Yeah Let's go before Hibs Who's the only other team To score four against Celtic In any competition this season oh, Real Madrid Who's got more league goals This season Arfield or Kent uh, Kent Name any player Who's been announced To be leaving Hearts In the summer Oh A holiday Apart huh? Apart from <laughs> Rangers <laughs> Apart from Rangers Who's the only Unbeaten side Since the split Oh Aberdeen In what year Were Dundee United Last relegated From the top flight 2017 Which current St Johnston player Announced his retirement to date oh, William Gordon <laughs> William Gordon 
like current, <laughs> current club captain mid twenties if he's lucky. He's signed a new contract. He scored last week, didn't he? I thought uh, got in a high. Hey, uh, I put that on for a reason. I knew he would have a nightmare. To put him off. And they, were, they were hard. No. They were difficult. Jamie, you must be feeling quite good about yourself after hearing his efforts. I don't know I wasn't agree either To be fair um, I thought you were alright Real Madrid Put 5 past Celtic In November You both got it Scott Arfield's got 8 Ryan well, Kent's only got 3 uh, so yeah, I thought it was Arfield. a trick question No Jamie gets it Well done to Jamie <laughs> uh, Thanks for keeping up With the news today Coming in to the show Michael oh. Smith Gary Mackay Stephen and Ross Stewart All leaving Hearts In the That's summer news yeah. to me No No That's I didn't why know we're that. here. Uh, 2-1 To Jamie The only unbeaten side Since the split Apart Hearts. from Rangers Oh the whale Horrible So they are Jamie oh, when they've got that six. Yeah, Jamie Aye. got it Did he? Jamie got Did it. he? Did yeah, it was at that moment I knew that you were in deep trouble In what year were Dundee United Last relegated from the Premiership? I would have been miles off this Seriously 2016 Oh, oh year I just I feel like I don't know We're a ball off Because that ball's going out this room tonight uh, mm. None of you got it And unsurprisingly It is not Liam Gordon Visions <laughs> of Liam Gordon listening <laughs> Who was that? Um, I mean you put him in your team of the week On Monday Liam Gordon And now you've retired I thought he was just yeah, it was his last game <laughs> in a high And <laughs> The Wilson team of the week Who is it? I mean he's 27 And he's the club captain Oh you never know He could be carrying a Murray Davidson Murray Davidson Oh right okay A 3-1 Jamie's win Jamie well done battered me. Cheers with your Well done with, Jamie With your football fan hat on Jamie as well I like your company So I'm going to take advantage of you What is the What were the thoughts last night I know you're a Rangers fan Seeing the, the five farewells Right Actually that, I was I wasn't really that bothered I think A lot of the players I, I should have let us let the fans down one too many times so for most of them I was wasn't really upset to see them leave to be honest interesting that's fitting I mean even Alan McGregor when you think of the service though Jamie that's different because he was there mm. the good days as well under Walter Smith and that but players like Kent who you big out Leon Morelos who turns up and doesn't try half the time and like, I know it's not his fault Hollander's been out for ages mm. with injury so Really know that first to see players that leave. Like that, that is fair enough. I saw a bit of that last night, Gordon. I still feel probably for those that when you're in the stadium and you're there and you see them, and you know Morelos comes off, you, you thank him for all the good things he's done. It's not necessarily, it's not really an opportunity to bring up all the bad things or, or the things that have disappointed you. But it it doesn't have to be unanimously like oh it's, that that means that you're. Gutted to see them go Or that you don't think It's a good idea If you know what I mean No it's a bit of respect Just to thank them For their services To the club They were You know Part of um, Winning the league A big part of it They were part of The European Campaign Getting to the final uh, Yes there have been Bad times But there have been Bad times for every Single player um, That plays for any club But I just think that As a supporter You've got to Look at these players And thank them For their services it's a change now Manager's got his own ideas He's starting to re- recruit Bring in new players And uh, Rangers need to look forward But I always think that It's nice for a club To respect the players That have been there for years Do you know much about Kieran Dowell, Jamie Or is it a case of hoping He, he hits the ground Similar to Todd Cantwell? I just hope that he hits the ground I've, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen him play yeah, I think that, that, that's Fair fine. Enough, I mean, yeah. we won't have seen loads of them either. You get bits and pieces from the from the English Championship, depending how close an eye you pay on it, Gordon. And you hear sort of mixed reports. Michael Beale tends to sign players that he's been aware of for a mm-hmm. long time. He always yeah. spotted them as a youth team player. We heard that comment earlier. 
Um, like I said, what Todd Cantwell's signing is got nothing really to do with Kieran Dowell, but you would get that, wouldn't you, if you were a Rangers fan? That that would be your your hope. You would think, well, Raskin and Cantwell have been pretty good so far. So hopefully, Michael, that's Michael Beale's standard of signing. Mm. It's a similar, obviously, it's a very it's the same market as Todd Cantwell. So that, that would be the hope from, from Rangers fans at this point Before you get to see what he can do Another, uh, what I've seen of him Another attacking player all Probably all left footed Nice elegant left foot can get you a goal um, So a very, as I say He's looked at Cantwell coming in I think Cantwell's been terrific since he came in um, A guy that Mark and I both looked at Completely forgot about him through injury Tom Lawrence who made a good start to his Rangers career uh, so hopefully he'll be back fit soon. You've got Lundstrom in there. You get Kamara. You get Jack. You get you've got still get Hadji. There's a question mark with Tillman. So there's a certainly a rebuild going on. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if Dow can hit the ground running like Cantwell because he does look a decent player. But you've got to come up to Scotland. Different type of football. It's suited at Cantwell well. He's risen to the challenge. It's up to Dowell to do the Last same. night summed it up then, Mark. If you're talking about it's goodbyes on one hand and on the same night that you announce a new signing, just in case anyone had forgotten, it's a sign that there is this overhaul happening. Yeah, it's a sign of progression, an instant progression, and I'm sure the Rangers fans would be delighted. I, I think well, that, that's, to, that's yet to be seen, maybe, you know, in terms of progression. Are, are you getting... Are you, Are you getting, getting a better, better player? But at least That's it's a player in there's, I don't think there's anything worse as a fan When you see all these guys departing And your manager's out saying Don't worry, we will strengthen We will get deals over the line And it comes into the first day of pre-season And nobody's been brought in So it's progression in that sense um, You've got to take some credit If you play in the Premier League um, You've got to take some credit that you've played at that level So you expect a certain type of player But I think Michael Beale's got credit in the bank We've signed so far anyway and Cantwell certainly has shown that I think he's probably been the, the pick of the bunch For the signings in the league Since he came in um, And he, he shows sign out only getting better If, if Dowell can match that Then Rangers will have a player in their hands uh, Thank you very much to Jamie and Shettleson Winning and beat the pundit Giving he's his thoughts him, Rangers so as well disappointed. That, That's that probably the rubbish. worst performance of the season well, You were standing me. with a shiny helmet on well, I uh, thought, uh, uh, <laughs> Jamie, back home I bet you his, his partner knew, or kids haven't got well, I was listening Headwear Headwear Some size of helmet Look at the size of it And I got in my head But I've got to say Listen to the questions I knew he would stumble He was lucky he got the I first one tricky tonight Yeah I they, thought were they were tricky Yeah, I thought they were Well done, Jamie Is it Jamie? Well done, Jamie <laughs> Well done Yeah, well done work. you for listening Ryan is a Kilmarnock fan And he is coming up next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here on the usual number Or Twitter if you'd like to get in touch At Clyde SSB over there uh, And many people inquiring about your headwear That you had on earlier Gordon So um, thanks for the, the, nice. the fashion statement What we do have before we bring in Ryan Is a full time teaser for you So I'm going to set it up and then Leave it to you The question tonight Sent in by Grant McIver Thank you to Grant So far this season Only seven Premiership players Have scored In all the domestic competitions Can you name them? Do not shout any out Just yet Because I'm just going to leave this with you So far this season Only seven Premiership players Have scored In all Domestic competitions So League League Cup And Scottish Cup And This is going to be wasted on you Because you'll ignore me anyway 
Don't just shout out every player you can think of. Try and put a bit of thought behind it. That's kind of the idea. Try and remember. Try and recall. Don't just shout out every name of I've every got player to say in the league. Tavernier for the first one. <laughs> Bad idea, Mark. Kyogo. Okay, that's what one down and six to go. Kyogo. Okay, so we'll leave that. Their huge night for Kilmarnock. Um, potentially an even bigger night for Dundee United in some regards because their fate looks closer to being sealed. A three-nil victory, Kilmarnock. On the road You don't hear that too often So let's bring in Ryan Who's a Kilmarnock fan first How big was that last night Ryan? Absolutely huge Good evening Gordon All good Not as good as you I don't think (laughs) Not not as good as me You're absolutely right (laughs) Um, I'm only on to heap a wee bit of praise On the players of Kilmarnock last night we haven't had a lot to shout about all season, especially away from home, but uh, last night was just something else. It was brilliant. Get a man, I can't fault anybody on that team. Mark, if you're going to struggle all season away from home, I think it was one away victory. It's not a bad time, place and manner to get your second. You just wonder where that performance came from. I mean, it was a great performance. I know I'd, I'd said about Dundee United and their feelings, uh, and that still can be true, but Kilmarnock also have to then capitalise on that. I thought they were great last night. I thought, you know, Kyle Vassell led the line well, and he's come in for some criticism. I know he's been decent some games, but he's missed a lot of chances. But last night, you know, when they were presented to him, it took them at a vital time. And, you know... Ryan right, a lot of credit to the, the full side But Derek McInnes who Had to bounce back after a poor result Last week Had to take his side to Tanadice I said the other night that I fancied Dundee United As just slight favourites mm. in that And he got the result when it really mattered yep, that's it. We know the split Gordon of these mm-hmm. games You just have to You simply have to pick your moment It was all up in the air after the weekend And that home game against St Johnston And what we know for sure now is that Kelly can't automatically go down So that is one step towards success and safety And it was very convincing wasn't it? You are very convincing, very well deserved um, I like the fact that Derek lately has certainly went with the attacking players He's went for it, he's not been negative uh, It's paid off for him Second league win away from home, is that right Gordon? Uh, what a time to do it, what a performance Three goals, it sets them up nicely They've still got another Nervous 90 plus minutes at Rugby Park at the weekend There should be a bumper crowd in there I think that'll be a terrific game of football And uh, obviously if command a point That's all they need Keeps them out that um, playoff situation mm. Up to Ross County then But Ross County are a dangerous side That'll be a difficult game Yeah, simple equation As Gordon says Kilmarnock against Ross County at the weekend If Ross County win Kelly will be in the playoffs If not Kelly will definitely be Safe. How confident are you of finishing off the job, Brian? I'm anxiously optimistic. Uh, as long as Vassell puts on his football boots instead of his carpet slippers and we get as far as VAR goes, then yeah, anxiously optimistic. Bless it, Mark. The last couple, the last few days tells you just what it can be like at the weekend. I know there was a red card at the weekend. I was there. I was at the game, but. Playing another one of your rivals then in St Johnston, and then to go and sort of turn it round last night. So I don't think Derek McInnes will be under any illusions. There's still a massive, you know, job to be done. Yeah, he's got recent history just to show the players that that's a massive hole you had last weekend against St Johnston. But look at the high, and when you follow it, instructions and take your chances where it gets you. But be aware that if you underperform, 
at the weekend, then this Ross County team will punish you. So, I mean, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a terrific watch. Daz is right though. Ross County dangerous when we think they're only going to get a result. They often pop up with a result. So Derek will know that he'll get the message across to his players, and it'll be a terrific game. Then, since we're at the time of season where you're watching other results as well, that late St Johnson equaliser could turn mm. out to be crucial because yeah. otherwise County yeah. would have been you know two points better off and level with Kelly, um, which would have been quite something. I mean, Ryan, you still got you know plenty of faith in in Derek McInnes that you know kind of no matter what happens, still fully behind the the idea that he takes you forward in the future. Uh, I think the jury's out in Derek McInnes just now. I mean, it didn't have easiest of starts playing with Tommy Wright's players and then not really having a full cracker at whip as far as the budget's concerned. But hopefully it gets the things after the, after the break and we can start seeing uh, Kelly King just playing each other and playing for that badge. Um, having said that, I do want to make a special mention about Luke Chambers. That's a young 18-year-old boy who ran the game last night and massive credit to him for turning down a chance to play for his country so that he could try and help keep us up. Yeah, absolutely. That's the type of commitment you're looking for, I suppose, at this stage of a relegation battle. Thank you to Ryan. What about Simon, who's also on a similar theme? How good was it last night, Simon? Hey, hi guys, hope you're all well um, Hope you're feeling better than I did this morning um, It was a very, very good evening uh, we, I thought we were absolutely fantastic And I'm glad I heard Mark Pull himself up about what he said on Tuesday Because I couldn't quite believe it Given how poor Dundee United are That he thought that they would be favourites for the game um, I heard people talking Mark as well talking about Stephen Fletcher If he was fit, that would be crucial actually turned out to be crucial for Kilmarnock because we played them five times this season now. Um, three wins and a draw. Uh, three wins, a draw and a defeat. So, you know, we were the, we're the better team. They were a better team than Dundee United. And every single one of those games, Stephen Fletcher has looked unfit, uninterested, looks like he couldn't be bothered, looks like he thinks this is all beneath him. And as soon as we heard that he was in the team yesterday and, they, and uh, Jim Goodwin before the game basically saying they've covered him in elastoplast and put him out hope to get 45 minutes, you know, we're like, well, when he was fully fit early in the season, he did nothing. So we weren't really terrified of it. And last night, he was actually an embarrassment. And that really, really helped us us because we you compare the two strikers that were playing last night. Well, Deutsch had a good game as well. But Kyle Vassell just runs himself into the ground. He does everything that Fletcher doesn't. And, you know, he's not maybe not the most technically gifted. But um, I also don't know where Mark got the idea that Kyle Vassell's had some sort of you know, he's got a lot of stick. I don't know where he's got that stick because it's certainly not from the fans who watch him every week. Just Mark, I think, I think he, he, just, he just gives some stick himself. Where are a minute, Simon? You let me respond. Was he not getting stick earlier on in the season for, for not being a prolific goal scorer missed a lot of chances? Well, that's if you'd think that a strike, all a striker needs to do is put the ball in the back of the net. What he well, does. his main job. No, he works his, he works his absolute socks off. Oh, no doubt about that. But hold on, what's a striker's main job? How many chances is he laid on? Oh, the wait, 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 what's like a striker's main stopped. job though? If he scored more, he could be he could be eighth. Hold on, he says it's not his main job. A striker's main job is to score goals, and Vassell did get stick for missing chances, but I, I did give him credit. I Merely think he's come on from the halfway line last outrageous night. Outrageous effort. Um, yeah. I think you can. If Stephen Fletcher's unfit, you can probably cut him a bit of slack for last night's performance. Simon can 
rhyme off all the previous ones if he likes. Um, but I, I must admit, when I saw those comments as well, I thought, wow, that that's quite something because I get it from the outside. And Dundee United fans probably all day yesterday were thinking, don't care how fit he is, you know, patch him up, get him on. Mm-hmm. It's easy for pundits and, and the likes to say that as well. And I get the logic. But when I actually heard or saw Jim Goodwin saying he's about 70%, he's not trained, hopefully we get 45 minutes out of him. You know you're at desperation stages then, don't you? 100%. It just uh, shows you where Dundee United are at. Um, that they're depending on uh, the experience of Fletcher. He is a very important player for him, of course he was, but there was absolutely no way that... It was a gamble. He wasn't fit, obviously. Jim was hoping to get maybe a goal out of him in the first half or whatever it may be. He's a threat. He works very hard for Dundee United. Um, very experienced, but it just didn't work. As as a as a team, I thought Dundee United were an absolute shambles. Uh, but I give all the credit in the world. I think Kilmarnock have been very much on the front foot recently. I know they had a bad result at Rugby Park, but they were under a bit of pressure because everyone looked at, if you're Dundee United, who would you want coming in an important game? Kilmarnock, why? Not because they're a bad team, but on the road they've been terrible. Uh, but they saved that for last night for one of their best performances of the season and it leads them into an absolute cracking game on Sunday. Um, you're feeling confident clearly, Simon, but there's, there's still work to be done. I mean, you think back to Saturday, how how confident are you to finish off the job this weekend? I think the last caller called it perfectly, nervously optimistic. Um, I think going into the game, you know, we've beaten every team in the league apart from the old firm this season, which is uh, a pretty good record considering the squad we've got. Um, like the previous person mentioned at the AGM, it was brought up by the chairman and Derek that he basically 70% of the budget was taken up by De- uh, Tommy Wright's signings. So to keep that up with what is a championship-level squad, um, I always had faith because of the, the manager. I felt that like he was the, the guy who was going to get us through it. On Saturday, on Sunday, sorry, um, you know, Ross County, I think we need to stop this idea that there's some sort of fairy tale. They pay a lot of money. You know, they paid a five-figure fee to get um, Simon Murray six months early. They matched Eamon Brophy's wages, who, by the way, Kilmarnock couldn't match what St Mirren offered them. So he must be on a fair a fair chunk of wages. You know, they pay a lot of money. They pay more money than teams like Motherwell, Kilmarnock do. So, you know, it's not some fairy tale if they stay up. They are, pay a lot of money. They've got a decent squad. They've got a, a decent manager, a target man up front. So it's going to be an interesting game. But at the end of the day, if it came down to at the start of the season, we say you needed a point at home to Ross County to ensure your survival. I think everybody would bang your hand up because if you can't get a draw against Ross County, you don't deserve not to be in the playoffs. So I think it's a, a huge game. Uh, one I'm confident we'll go. And just before I go, to the, just before I go, Mark, when we play with two strikers, not, not both of them have to be goal scorers. Sometimes you need somebody who's out going to do the donkey work and... He's the one who does that And he does it fantastically well oh, is, is, ah. it, so, so is Dodge the prolific scorer Out of the two? I think he was meant to be Ah no. see, he has <laughs> no, Hold on out. Simon The argument of us down When you've scored the least amount of goals In the league this season Then Your strikers have to score goals But hold on you're, I'm not having a go at sell. I just said he was He came in for some criticism He done terrifically well A lot of your points make sense I don't think any of us says about Ross County Being a, a fairy tale team either I think we all Well aware are the finances behind Ross County and yeah, but, the dangers that they but, bring? But I don't think Simon's got an argument there. Finances with Ross County. Have a look. He talks about players and can't match Brophy's wages. 
I'm sure Derek McInnes and the management team at Kilmarnock are on a lot more money than what Ross Coutner. But the full team? No, I'm talking about management as well. So you can't just go finances because Brophy's maybe on. I think it's a fair point. Ross County always have to pay a bit because they need to get players up there as yeah, well, but don't I, they? But I don't think there's a massive margin of money between Ross County and Kilmarnock. Uh, I, like, I th- what I, I, I think Simon's on about is maybe more than you'd expect. Um, yeah, but where I agree with Simon is but? no. I, I, well, I don't know the wages, Gordon, but I'm not mm. suggesting for one minute that Ross County's wage bill is probably a lot higher than Kamarnock's. You know, if you take the full package in from management all the way down, so and that works. That's what mm. part of your budget is. But where I will agree with you Simon, be surprised? No, I won't be. Where I do agree with Simon is. If you've got a last game at Rugby Park in front of a terrific crowd, there will be a big crowd in there, and you've got Ross County at home, and you cannot go over a line, you don't deserve to be uh, automatically safe. And uh, let's hope Kyle Vassell doesn't have a stinker and Kelly going to the playoffs. By the way, I'll be phoning Simon. Phone <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. Thank you very much to Simon. That's going to be an absolute cracker at the weekend, and these games at the bottom have been tough to call. That's for sure Miofsky Magic says Own up Who on the panel Predicted Dundee United To finish third or fourth I seem to remember I'm looking forward to Saturday Because Saturday is the oh, day no, Saturday's the day Where we get Digging into the archive <laughs> And we look out All this, the predictions From pre-season <laughs> To be fair to you I think you had Kilmarnock Down the bottom 10th 11th No it was, it was Definitely in one of the two spots 11th then by the way, I, get well, Simon back close. on. I think I had Kelly in the top six. So how do you <laughs> like that, Simon? Yeah, Kelly won the league. <laughs> and do you think it is you that took United? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> that optimism with Jack Ross oh, and everything. Oh, yeah. And Altmar got to my Did head. Did we do the... We need to actually... The date is important. We'll need to look back. Did we ask for predictions... Two days after they beat Alkmaar Because maybe we did I and think then so got I was, jumped the gun in that <laughs> um, well, Do you know what that leads on I was going to say nicely It's not nicely if you're a Dundee United fan A season that starts by beating Alkmaar Okay look at the season they've gone on to have in Europe Jack Ross The optimism You're on your third manager Staring Yeah I mean let's be honest it is, It's it's done isn't it? Oh, oh, yeah, I mean, of, course, of course. Which reminds me of the famous "Is this tie over?" line from that night. Um, it's yeah, it's done. It's an eight goal swing for for Dundee United. Um, it's just been a disaster, hasn't it? It's been a shambles from day one, uh, from top to bottom. And I think everyone will take the responsibility of that. I heard Jim talking about there were players in the dressing room last night taking a lot of responsibility. That's okay after a game. It's very easy to get in there and say we could have done better. The fans don't want to hear that. They brought in Jim to turn things around. It's not happened for Jim. Um, and I told, whether it was a good move for Jim or not, I can totally understand him taking the job after the disappointment of Aberdeen. He bounces right back in thinking, yeah, I'm going to show everyone. It's not happened. I think it was three wins out of 11. Not good enough. The players haven't been good enough. The standards of the club hasn't been good enough for me. So they deserve to be where they are. You can't argue with that. They're a big club. I know Mark holds them very fondly. He started up there with them. Um, I'm sure that if they can just regroup, see what's going to happen if a new owner comes in or whatever it may be and start to rebuild it because they're great history in that club mm, but that only gets you so far Mark they've shown mm. before it's not easy to get out of the championship we know that financially it's not in a brilliant place in fact that would be a huge understatement I think and a heck of a season for Jim Goodwin as well 
I, listen, Jim's my pal. I do feel for him. Does right. Three ones, uh, eleven. A couple of draws in there. You know, so not what he would have wanted uh, when he took over. They were what, four points adrift at the bottom, and 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 they still are that. So you would expect a better reaction. But you got to look at the club in the hole from the start of the season. Jack Ross, some horrendous results in there. But was it the right? Reasons or time To get rid of him Some would say yeah, yeah it was Untenable after those results Gave him very little time But then Liam Fox takes over Ends in charge For such a long period of time He's part of the The regime That got United those bad results And you think Well what is going on Tony Ashgar situation The fans outside the ground Protesting It was just one disaster After the other And it's never been tidied up And Which direction the club goes in from now because Mark Ogren he was chatting about on Saturday that the, there was rumours that there might be a takeover way back in February may have resurfaced again United fans will be concerned about the direction the club's travelling in and to, to have a season like this you need every, not everything but most things to go wrong or a lot to go wrong and a lot of it's kind of summed up by the personnel as well isn't it we mentioned Stephen Fletcher why you have to do that is because where are the other options and I know he's injured anyway as yeah. fate would have it but you know Tony Watt goes out on loan I don't really think Another striker Necessarily nope. was brought in Stephen Fletcher's been The only Sort of main man Up there The goalkeeping situation I mean Birigite time and time again Has made Mistakes And then last night If You you roll the dice You bring in Jack Newman For his second start The, the last time he started again They lost 4-0 in Dingwall I don't think he was Particularly culpable Last night Was he to be fair No I don't think he but was Last night In terms of just how Desperate it all got Well it did I, I mean Every one of the managers Tried different players I think Look I, I touched on Optimism at the club At the start of the season You're right When Jack Ross came in And then he signed Fletcher And Dylan Levitt Resigned um, or, or on a permanent basis Jimmy McGrath Everything looked rosy And it looked like the squad that they had assembled was going to be one that could challenge the top six and not be fighting off relegation. And it's been anything but that. But you're right, Stephen Fletcher last night, I, Simon was touching that, I said that he probably would gamble on him. I would have played a 70% Stephen Fletcher myself over what other options he had. Now, it didn't work last night, but all too little, too late. Home form has been a huge problem for United. Won six games this season at Tannadice. That is nowhere near Man, good we enough. S- we said time and again uh, on this programme, Dundee United have got a really good squad, good experienced squad, guys that know the league, guys that have been over a course and distance, guys that can score your goals. They've been a shambles. They've been an absolute shambles. And I don't buy the coming out, and I know Jim is trying to talk about the club overall, talking about players sitting in a dress room after being really relegated everybody knows that talking about you know we've let everybody down we could have done better that's too late for me and it's too late for the fans it is a big club but they're in the championship that's where they belong this year for the performances and the results that don't lie and as you said Gordon they need to think really really you know wisely how they're going to go forward because it ain't easy getting out of the championship Mm. very competitive uh, okay, how are you faring in this full-time teaser? Grant McIver sent it in So far this season, seven Premiership players Have scored in all domestic competitions League League Cup and Scottish Cup Can you name them? You went for an obvious one mm. to start It was correct, it was Kyogo Is Van Veen must be Of course he is, yeah. of course he is <clears throat> What about Shankland at Hearts? No, would you believe? Miofsky Nope No I've got to say Scottish Scottish Jota No 
Maeda then Yes well done Okay that's three down Four to get We will get them next Number one For football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 0141 951 1025 Or it's Twitter At Clyde SSB How are you doing on this teaser? Just since I'm chucking contact information at you What about the email address Fulltime at Clyde1.com That's where you send the fulltime teaser And the whole point is You come up with the questions And the pundits try and come up with the answers It's always a bit of fun at the end of the show And Grant McIver wants you to name Seven Premiership players Who've scored in all domestic competitions this season So Kyogo Van Veen Maeda You got before the break We've got one each O'Hara Mark O'Hara oh, yeah. I like it, well Our done big pal Yep yeah. And My player's player of the season <laughs> I forgot his name Arfield Scott Arfield your favourite player of every season Yeah uh, Who took cause Tom Rogic was always your favourite Celtic yeah, player I after Tom. Who, So who took over When he left For, uh, Tom Rogic It has to be Alistair Johnson Because you coached him yeah, When, you, co- when he I was a kid Yeah I coached AJ Yeah Because yeah. so I know you like to pick one From each team That you, yeah. you take under your wing Do you know I, I used to I used to love wee, uh, Jamie Forrest Jamie Forrest Aye Jamie Forrest Things he's never been called That's a different name I love the way you're on But I'll need to find a new one from Rangers I've seen Arfield's going AJ's my Celtic one Well did you notice Jamie Forrest has been announced He's getting a testimonial Deserves it He deserves it He's been a great servant I'll expect to call Surely I must be in there I helped he, break him through he, he played behind him In the reserves When he was aye. coming And, through, I, and, and, and Neil, right. Neil gave me the call but Do you think he's ready To step up And say yeah. aye Mark, J- gave, Jamie, Mark, Mark gave it The, the thumbs Forrest. up To what the gaffer What part were you thinking You've got to play In the testimony Because he'll, he'll look To bring back All the big hitters All the, all the legends <laughs> Do you think You think Celtic fans oh, Are going yes, along there yes, They want to see They watch They want to see me Blubber guys Like you running Watch what What did you Blubber Blubber <laughs> Here he comes number, I don't know about that Number 12 Mark Wilson <laughs> that's, No No, that's, no Absolutely You have no chance You can't even go I'll on the Legends bus And there was people sitting on there With no appearances <laughs> Trevor Sinclair Did do a lot for the club I've said this in the past Just to show how popular you are right? Moira just phoned from Romania not even to make a point Just to say that Scott Arfield Was an answer to the teaser Just as you got it Ah From Romania yeah. From Romania yeah. oh, She's in Romania just now Yes that's Listen <laughs> to us Just shows you We what reach you out to people Two to get on the we teaser is it Jota One. We said Jota No Two is to get Jota not right no, no. no We can we can get back to it What about Barry Robson Let's hear from him When you come in And the, where the club was Where, where the team was um, I think it was the most difficult week it's been a long, long time here. Um, and I've been watching the team um, in the first half of the season, obviously. I, it was part of the development and I could see good things in the team. Um, but I think where, you, where we are now is they took on board what we're trying to do. I said and Steve, don't just come in and stand and shout and go, yes, we're going to make it all better. It's, it's a lot more than that. I've been sitting for years and years finding ways of how, how we want to do things and how I want to do things. Um, 
and they took it on board and they took it on board quickly and we managed to be successful but success is great at the minute but we need to come back in the summer and we need to go again and that's me I probably should try and enjoy it more but I know I won't and I'll be thinking about next year already Maybe just sum up that achievement then securing third with a game to go Great great achievement from him you know first crack uh, being a manager I spoke to Barry years ago uh, when I was at Breakin when he was uh, a coach at Aberdeen I, th- I said to him what do you fancy going out into management he said he had offers but he wanted to bide his time behind the scenes and learn from other managers he certainly done that because it was a huge job to take on like Barry says at an incredibly difficult time and he turned he turned it all around you know that that opening period of his managerial career got spot on big wins at big times and a lot of that hard work was done from the period that Jim left up to a couple of weeks ago so well done to him he, and he got rewarded with a contract so shows what the Aberdeen board and Alan Burroughs thinks him I mean Hearts had a sizeable lead at one point Gordon that will reflect negatively mm. on them as much as it reflects positively on Aberdeen but you, you, especially when we know what probably will end up being the case is that guaranteed group stage football it's been a real game changer Hearts couldn't you know make it two in a row but I think talking about it's around about six million pounds yeah for that I mean it's at one point they had such a lead hearts and a game in hand and Aberdeen were going through that period of losing to Darville in the cup uh, getting beat at Easter Road they were they were all over the place a team that had absolutely no confidence whatsoever good players as we know but they just didn't have the confidence going through a bad time at that point and Barry obviously got the opportunity when Jim departed and he's come in grasp it with both hands he's just I don't know what he's doing there he's just got the belief back get the confidence back tweaked one or two things um, in the system and it's he's been absolutely brilliant and to, to finish in third place is nobody would have predicted that a few months ago yeah we said earlier how did Dundee United beat Alkmaar and get relegated in the same season how do you lose to Darville get battered at Easter Road and finish third in the same season yeah exactly and that's the thing the, the, the bad results are often pointed at the manager uh, and the good performances like third place oh it's a new manager but it's the same group of players that take you through that journey it's sometimes hard to understand for the fan who pays their season ticket money to think this is the same group of players that I travelled all the way down the road to see being beaten by Darvo. So sometimes players have to <laughs> take a long, hard look in the mirror when things aren't going right, but obviously take the plaudits when they've got the courage and the ability to turn their season round. Those Aberdeen players have certainly done that, led by Duke, who's been their top man this season, who Aberdeen might have a job keeping hold of. Yeah, um, I think they will be... Uh, people looking at some of the squad up there. They're decent players. Um, Mayoski up front obviously caught the headlines Took as well. Sore one last oh, night. Terrible. Oh, Ooh, really any terrible. complaints about that red no, card? Absolutely not none. Um, chance, it no. was. It looked very painful. Get Apparently not as off. bad as. Well, that's good news. I think if Barry can hold on to his key players and add a little bit because I think he's done well in the transfer market. Do you know the the one decision I always go back to in a late. The minute he took over, for some reason, he just got his captain, Stuart, got him out of the club, put him back down the road, and built from there. Strong decision-making for me. Maybe one St Mirren fans can call us up about tomorrow. Does it just... Does it automatically go down as a successful season? Will it, will it take... You know, when you look back in the summer and think, well, top six for the first time ever. Big picture. You look at it right now, though. It, mo- you expect that five of those places get European football... 
there'd been no no real progress made post split and I know you're playing the, the top teams and there's different circumstances and you know going to Celtic Park was a great result in itself but um, just once you get that close you want to try and take the next step don't of you of course and they were so close they were in touching distance you know they even had fourth in their, their sights not so long ago but I don't think you can get greedy when you're Stephen Robinson and what's went on behind the scenes financially as well to, to get that team into the top six I think would mean everything to the club and it gives them a foundation to build on next year attracting players as simple as that you go to them you can uh, Afford to pay a wee bit more money But you've also got the prestige of saying We we are now a top six club And we want to stay in mm. the top six and progress even further He's waiting on the phone call We Jamesy surely calls His good old pal from the old days Who taught him to cross balls But there is no room for Wilson Or is he just a dud So Jamesy quickly drops him and drafts in Willow Flood Says <laughs> curious creature from Twitter He's sharp That was fast That's the quickest yet well, He's right about we Willow Flood Let's um, finish on that teaser if we can We were looking for the seven players Who've scored in all the domestic competitions From the top flight this season Kyogo which is a kind of obvious one Van Veen Maeda O'Hara And Arfield So maybe a couple of more Tricky ones in there There's another Big team Top team player If you like That you've still to get And then a real, a, Yes Very well done Brilliant. And this one's proper left field I, I, I don't really know He plays left field uh, Well mm. um, oh, Does he? No uh, Does he play with a club In the bottom six? Oh, absolutely Right does. Okay I'll say White Stephen Fletcher No Jordan White Right, it's just uh, oh, okay. uh, McGrath. It is Dundee United. If you're just going to name the full squad, no, I'll go for Dylan Levitt. How's this for a Middleton? There we go. I was going to say, well you, done. You could add. He does play left field. Are you still? You could add Europe to that equation as well for him. Ah, there I we really go. Did. Glenn Middleton. Uh, well done. Thank you, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL. Enjoyed that. So much to look back on from last night and tomorrow. We then get to look forward not only. To the conclusion of the Scottish Premiership But what about those playoffs Tomorrow night Air United Partick Thistle Thistle fans I'd imagine you're feeling pretty confident About finishing the job But we look forward to it nevertheless I'll be interested to hear what Hugh Keevans makes Of the week's talking points as well So make sure you join us Thanks for listening And Amber is up next <laughs>